Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, and my name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host and buddy... Graham K. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Another episode of the old Autastic Podcast. It, uh, we're doing a lighter... Yeah, you probably noticed, or maybe you haven't noticed, we're doing a lighter summer schedule. Um, we're doing about half as many as usual. Um... You know, but we're still we're still cranking them out. We're busy. It's been hard. Been uh, a lot of travel. Kirk is on the very busy on, on the high. S- yeah, you're on the high seas. I was supposed to be on the high seas, but da da da. I got fired from a cruise line <laughs> for talking about autism. Uh, I like that. Da, da, da. I wasn't laughing at the being fired yeah. part. Sorry. <laughs> No, the uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's hilarious. I, I so, I, I have uh, I did celebrity cruise lines, and I have jokes um, about um, living with autism growing up, and where I am the butt of the joke. I am certainly not in, not making fun of my brother. I'm not an uh, a psychopath, <laughs> um, but people are stupid and a lot of people complained to the cruise director that i was making fun of people with autism and they're like my grandson has autism i don't like him talking about that and uh, also i had a joke about how my grandfather saved jewish people in or hid jewish people in prague in world war ii from nazis and um, that is also true and uh, they didn't like that I mentioned Nazis. A lot of complaints about that, apparently. So I uh, I don't like it when you make fun of the Nazis. My Jersey. family was Nazi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I come from a family of Nazis, of uh, autistic Nazis, and I don't like you mentioning either of them. So, oh, it sucks, bro. I saw um, that tweet you sent out. I felt bad yeah. for you. It's tough. It's tough out there. You know, you're sitting out there by yourself. You don't feel any support. A lot of times, it's the people making the decisions don't understand comedy. Same cruise director. Yeah. Exactly. Same cruise director as last time uh, let me go. And my my agents fought for me back. So I was back on the the cruise line. He's cost me quite a bit of money, that guy. But that's okay. I'm back in New York. I get more time in New York before I move to L.A. Um, More time with my girlfriend because I was on the road too much. But I gotta make money, you know. More time with that cat, and, uh, you got too. Yeah, I got a cat. I like the cat. It's good to live with animals. Is I it, think. Uh, it? Did you? I know you're from a. You're yeah, I'm from the third world. The cat. Uh, the animals need to be outside in the barn. Was the guy? Um, yeah. When you tried to talk to the the guy, the cruise director about autism. You explained, I'm not making fun. This is actually my son. Uh, what was his reaction to that? He didn't care. Okay. He didn't care. Uh, my brother, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't care about that. Sorry, brother. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, He just, you know, for him, it's just about complaints. He doesn't want complaints. He's got to protect. People People complain on cruise ships because they get free stuff, yeah. so they're incentivized to complain. Yeah. And so, you know, a lady came up to me, and she was, like, questioning me about my grandfather, and she was like, actually, I'm really sorry. I complained. I guess you weren't lying. Um, uh, and I complained and she's Jewish 
Oh, wow. And uh, then she said she talked to the... Cr- I was like, you know, you got me fired. Did you really say that to her? I'm probably going to be fired from this. She, yeah, I'm probably going to be fired now. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. She's like, I'll tell him, I'll tell him. And then she she said she did. She, uh, she bumped into me again and said she talked to Kuzraka. But anyway... <laughs> I'm in New York. Who cares? Um, can't talk about autism because uh, people are stupid. But you can on this podcast because we will uh, delete your comments <laughs> if you say anything bad. If so we were organized enough, we would delete your the negative boss. comments. But we don't know how, so they stay up there. Yes, but we don't know how. <laughs> oh, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I was just but anyway, whatever. How's uh, how's the good old Pistol Pete doing? How's uh, Peter Parker Spider Man doing? Peter Parker Spider Man is, I think he's okay. He's super lonely. Um, it, you know, he's he's calling a lot more. When he, I told him not to. Hold, I told him <laughs> hold to call me every morning. Somebody's if knocking wants, at my door. Nobody's knocked at my door before. in two weeks. Come in. Inspection. Oh, this is exciting. What are they? What are they looking for? Kirk is showing them his life jacket. This is like jail. They're looking for contraband. We'll see if this middle-aged dad has any, has a shiv. That's, that's just Murphy's Law. I've been here uh, three weeks. Nobody's knocked on my door for anything ever. I record a podcast, six people at my door. Hilarious. Oh, and they left it open. Hold on a second. That's nice. I'm back. I don't know if we cut that or keep that, but continue. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Life on the sea. Um, they I had, took six people to find out if you have a life jacket. They took the life all jacket. The, all Kirk did was get up, the open old, the door, show like, them a life jacket, and then they left. The life jacket had like a little light on it. They cut off the old one, put a new one on. But there's six people, and they like low key look for like extension cords and stuff that you're not supposed to have, like little uh, heated like kettles and stuff i don't have anything like that uh, so it's like yeah and drugs which i don't guys this I don't have is a uh, I have drugs <laughs> i barely have coffee i uh i, I think maybe one of the, one of the reasons why i might have got fired is because i i i uh i when i got on stage i had a wrinkly shirt and i was like i'm sorry about my wrinkly shirt i'm not allowed to have a, a steamer or an iron on this ship or well, i guess or or else the boat will sink <laughs> uh, i assume um I mean, he probably didn't, maybe didn't like that. I'm just thinking about that right now. Um, but anyway, this is a good time to let you guys know that you can donate to uh, patreon.com slash autastic. You can donate to patreon.com slash autastic um, per episode. And uh, because you know what? I need your money. <laughs> um <laughs> 
This turned into a sad episode. Kirk's getting uh, uh, checked. I, Graham just got canned. And, and then the slow reveal is every week is like, you know, another reason I might have got fired as I was leaving the stage, I kicked the cruise director in the balls. I don't think that's a reason, though. I think <laughs> every time it's like another little thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I said, this cruise stinks. Hilarious. Um, anyway. Um, I'm sorry that happened to you. Okay. Peter's doing good. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, so Peter calls me every day now at 10 sharp, which is usually a sign that he is very, very lonely. He's really hanging on to this, you know, getting his job back in the fall, which, you know, makes no sense to me. I've told my parents that he's probably not going to get a job back. It's probably just lip service and they don't seem that concerned. They're not pushing. It's like, but you're not the people that he's calling every day. It all falls on me, you know. I don't know, but uh, he had uh, dinner with my dad yesterday. My dad took him out because my mom went to the cottage, so they had a boys' dinner. They went to Italian. Uh, I was on the phone with them on speaker when they ordered, and Peter got a uh, pasta dish with Italian sausage and a Caesar salad to start with chicken, Ooh. and that is just a strong order. He's not messing My around. dad just lets him get whatever he wants. They had beers. They had a couple beers. My dad just, you know, he's he spoils them, which I well, think is listen, cute. Your dad's at an age I where he's like, I got to pick my battles. I'm not going to argue about the entrees. Get whatever you want, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's JJ? How's your good. son? We had a call. I've been pretty good about it recently, uh, basically every day. And um, yesterday they went on a drive and it was raining. He, re- he really likes the rain. He really likes weather. He likes the rain. He likes snow. He likes, I think he just likes the action. Mm. So they drove him to a couple of places yeah. and he, uh, it's summer over there. So it's, it's, it's quote unquote warm, you know, it's high seventies, but, um, but, uh, yeah, he had his little feet out in the, in the water playing in the rain and, um, his, if you're interested, some people have asked me, I try to post pictures on my Instagram, but also his Facebook is public and it's just Jacob Smith. And uh, yeah, if you're interested in looking at some of his pictures, it's the cutest. It's, you know, him wandering around in the water, splashing in the puddles with no shoes on. And uh, yeah, I think he's doing good. I think he's doing good. He just, it's interesting to see him just growing up just slowly, just less angsty and more adultish, you know, and it's interesting. It's funny how much of that is. It's like nature over nurture. I think, in my opinion, it's like uh, people with autism, watching them, especially nonverbal people, but also my brother who is verbal, it's harder for him to take in social traits. It's like a lot of it. So you can see maturation happening, and it's got to be nature over nurture. You know, people are always like, oh, men mature when they get older, I think it's just we like run out of energy. <laughs> uh, we give up. And then I'm not any more mature. <laughs> I'm not any more mature than I used to you be. You definitely have less, less energy. I'm just tired. <laughs> I have less energy. I played basketball here six like, days in a row. Kirk's feeling great. That's great. Yeah, I'm on a uh, lower Kirk, uh, tier uh, cruise line, and there's a lot of. Uh, young urban people out here. And so the basketball games are very fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm loving it. Hmm. You don't have to use. 
Well, good for I'm you. I'm just being silly. I'm just being good silly. Yeah, guys. no, you go on like you know some of the mm-hmm. older princess, and it's all seventy year old white guys. It's not not as fun playing basketball. I'll tell you that. So yeah, no. we had some fun games this last last week. Uh, do you want to do some in the news? What are you thinking? You want to do a uh, yeah. We got two this week. Yeah, you do yours, then I'll do mine, yep. just like we planned. You want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Uh, you do yours, then I'll do oh, mine, just like we planned. Sorry about that. I uh, this was yeah. a, the the more serious of the two, the, and this is a, a neuroscience one. I thought it was kind of interesting. A mother's blood, mother's blood could help predict a type of autism. Autism is a neurological, neurodevelopmental, excuse me, condition affecting one in forty-four children. In the U.S., and there's a wide rate of characters. I'm, I'm skipping forward all. We all know this. Okay, now here we go. M-A-R-A-S-D is marked. Okay, sorry. One type of autism is maternal auto-antibody-related autism spectrum disorder. And they summarize it, they summarize it as M-A-R-A-S-D. And it's marked by the presence of specific maternal immune proteins known as, uh, known as auto-antibodies that react to certain proteins ar- found in the fetal brain. You with me so far? So I think I'm already lost, but here we go. No. <laughs> Should I start over? <laughs> what's the what's the title? The title is like about blood, right? Yeah. Mother's like blood mother. can help predict a type of autism. So, uh there's a type one type yeah, of autism is maternal auto antibody related autism, which they summarize as AMRASD, you know, abbreviated that way. As marked by the presence of specific maternal immune proteins known as autoantibodies that react to certain proteins found in the fetal brain, so in the child's brain, the maternal anti the maternal autoantibodies cross the placenta and access the developing brain. Once there, they may cause they may cause changes in the way the brain develops in the offspring, leading to behaviors linked to autism. Two new UC Davis Mind Institute studies are expanding our understanding of this type of autism. They found support for predictive protein patterns in the blood experience, expecting, sorry, they found support for predictive protein patterns in the blood of expectant mothers and links of MARASD to higher intensities of autism traits. I feel like I read the wrong article. I should have gone with the sports one. I, I messed up. I'm not going to lie. Here we go. This, you asked which one I wanted to read? You chose correctly. Uh, I hopped on the sports I one. I screwed up. Pretty quick. I screwed up. I had a couple doozies the last few weeks, to be fair. <laughs> and, and then I, I read about a kid named Brandon who got a cheering squad. I know. Okay. I, I had this one coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> M-A-R-A-S-T patterns linked to autism before birth. The Mind Institute. By the way, we've covered the Mind Institute many times. Uh, if that sounds vaguely familiar to our listeners, it should. We've talked about this several times. The Mind Institute's uh, Judy Van. Do we have anybody from the Mind Institute? Did Did Jill interview somebody from them? I feel maybe. I think she did actually. From the Mind Institute, but I don't remember who. Yeah. Uh, so that was. It's been a long time. Been six years. I don't know. It all started to run it, together. All the interviews jumbled together. Hey, we should have Jill back on. We should. Now, since we're on the topic. Oh man, she, we should text her. Yeah. Do you have her number? I'm joking. Here we go. The Mind Institute's. Judy Van de Water and a team of researchers showed that the autoantibody bindings in nine specific combinations of proteins known as MARASD patterns successfully predict autism in previously diagnosed children. They tested maternal blood samples collected during pregnancy to see if they could validate the identified patterns. They wanted to see if the patterns accurately predicted autism in the children. And their their studies' findings were published in Molecular 
psychology. We wanted to see if uh, previously we identified nine patterns linked to MARASD in this study, and we wanted to check the accuracy of these patterns in predicting MARASD. To do that, we tested plasma from pregnant mothers collected by the Early Markers for Autism Study, EMA, said Vanderwater and the study's senior author. Vanderwater is a UC Davis professor of immunology and neural development. The study screened the plasma of 140 mothers of autistic kids and 140 mothers of kids with intellectual disabilities but no autism and 240 general population mothers with no known autism or intellectual disabilities at the time of study. It found reactivity to at least one of the nine MAR-ASD patterns in 10% of the autistic group. This is compared with 4% of the control study. Okay, let me jump together again a little bit. Four patterns were present only in mothers whose children were later diagnosed with autism, making this particularly autoantibody patterns a highly significant predictor. The study also found that a mother with reactivity to any of the nine MARASD patterns has around eight times the chances of having an autistic child. Several MARASD patterns were strongly associated with autism, strongly associated with autism with intellectual disability. Others were linked with autism without intellectual disability. The protein patterns most strongly linked to autism was, I don't know why I'm even reading this and this means nothing to any of us, but CRMP1 and CRMP2. Crimp. Crimp? Uh, yeah, yeah okay. crump. It increased the likelihood of an autism diagnosis by 16 times and was not found in the non-autism group. So this is going to be, unless I'm losing it, this is one of the first tests they can do on the blood of a pregnant woman to determine if, you know, for a long time you've been able to test for Down syndrome and other things. But this will be the first time that they can start to test this. Mm -hmm. in, And it brings up an interesting eugenics conversation that we can talk about later, but that we've talked about before. And she has to be pregnant. Yes. Previous research found that MAR is a subset of autism in 20% of a Northern California sample of autistic kids. Yet until now, this, this type of autism had not been studied by any of the states besides California. A team of researchers read by Kathleen Ang Kurstasiri, oh boy, A-N-G-K-U-S-T-S-I-R-I. She explored the MARASD in two new clinical studies at the Children's Hospital in Philadelphia and the Arkansas Children's Hospital and Research, A-H, it doesn't matter. Their study published in the Journal of Development and Behavioral Pediatrics. They recruited 68 mothers of autistic kids between 2 to 12, and the mothers provided blood samples and completed behavioral questionnaires about their children. And just to be clear, they made a clear distinction in the beginning where it said uh, pre predictor of autistic behaviors. It didn't say autism, but this, you know, because they're not, they haven't taken that step yet. The study also included the data from the mm -hmm. children's. Okay, there we go. A study also collected data from the Children's Clinical Diagnosis Assessment. They used established diagnostic measures known as ADOS, or the Autism Diagnostic Observ Observation Schedule, and Social Communication Questionnaire, SK SCQ, to assess the children's autistic characteristics. MAR, ASD, was present in 21% of CHOP. CHOP, is, again, is the hospital, 
and 26% of AHRI, that's the Arkansas Hospital. Overall, 23% of the blood samples were considered MAR positive, showing antibodies, autoantibodies reacting to known MAR ASD proteins. So again, remember this only checks for one kind of autism, this one specific kind of autism, but it was present in 20% of the samples. So it's, it's, it's just one significant kind of autism, uh, prevalent kind of autism. Our study showed similar MAR ASD frequencies in two other states, similar to what we observed in Northern California, the doctor said. This Dr. Ang Kirst Tassiri is an associate professor of developmental behavioral pediatrics at UC Davis's Children's Hospital and the UC Davis Mind Institute, the study's lead author. Uh, the study suggests that the prevalence of MAR and also is an a MAR ASD is consistent across different demographics and geographic settings. So it's not just a Northern California thing because they did it in Philly and in Arkansas. The study also examines the link between MAR and autism severity. It showed that children of mothers with MAR antibodies had a higher autism severity score than those with MAR, those of minus MAR mothers. It did not find significant differences in their IQ, adaptive function, or unusual behavior. MAR ASD positively may be linked to more severely uh, to more severe autism behaviors, both SCQ reported by parents and the ADOS assessment of clinicians supported these findings. Further, th further researchers needed to understand why the mothers develop these antibodies and how long these antibodies may be present. Testing for MAR ASD patterns can be used to assess the probability of a child having autism before characteristics are present. The researchers aim to develop an accurate clinical test to provide clinicians with more tools for an early, earlier diagnosis of ASD. We hope our work can help develop better tailored services around this type of autism and the children's strengths and weaknesses, the professor said. Wow, that was a lot. What do you think, Graham? I think we already covered uh, the important part is it's uh, an interesting um, yeah, I, I, you know, now that mothers will be able to test, potential mothers will be able to test whether or not their child has autism, what will happen? Um, there, what are the statistics? I don't know with regards to mo potential mothers testing yeah, that's for going, right. Down syndrome. Yeah. Um, have abortions gone up? I don't know. Uh, but it, you know, if I think more knowledge is generally always a good thing. I agree. I think so at the very I least think it's very if good. you test and you find out yours there's a good probability of your child having autism it allows you to prepare and not be caught completely flat-footed when the kid's two yeah and can't speak and doesn't react to their name like yeah. we did. Um, That's right. You know, have 3 years to mm -hmm. adjust to it versus just it all just kind of happens at once. Plus, it would be helpful for a as a diagnostic tool where there's no ambiguity when you go to the doctor and they test it and your blood goes, yep, this kid definitely has autism. So then there's no like – one of my kind of pet peeves is in the States where they kind of dance around the issue, meaning I feel like sometimes they try to push back and just save money by not diagnosing the kid as quickly as we could. You know, this kid's clearly autistic. Get really? him the help he needs. Don't don't try to save money by wearing people down by because like the the ins what's that? 
insurance companies trying to save money? Yeah, and the, the state. Insurance companies trying to save money. And the money? state, where they're like, oh, it needs to be, you know, when we. And again, my son's older, but I remember it was like, you had to get referred to. He had to be seen by multiple doctors, and the kid's clearly disabled. And I feel like they just. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when you're when you're testing for like eye contact and this and that for a two year old or three year old, it's harder than a blood test would be. Where you go, well, this is a blood test, and you know, there's a pretty it's undeniable, pretty yeah, pretty s- s- scientifically, if they've got these markers in their blood, this kid has autism. So mm-hmm. I think it it would it would uh, take some of the. You know how we've had like these articles of people diagnosed with autism and then they feel better about themselves because then they're like, okay, now I understand why I, you know, this was hard for me. Now I understand why I don't, you know, social interactions or whatever. So yeah. just take some of the ambiguity out of it where you're like, okay, my son's severely autistic. Right. Let's put him in the, this head start thing. Let's get him the ABA therapy. Yeah. Let's do the versus like, there's something wrong with your boy. Right. And then they don't tell you what, and they don't help. And they don't, I, that right. part was very frustrating. I felt, I found. No, for sure. I think not for monetary reasons because Canada has a different healthcare system, but just for 1980s knowledge reasons, the same thing happened to my parents and my brother, and they're just like, there's something wrong. We don't know, blah, blah, blah. It just would have really helped to have a blood test be like he has this Yeah, one more thing to eliminate um, where it's issue. like, yeah. Anyway. I agree. Yeah. You know who else could have benefited from an early diagnosis who? is former Cardinals offensive lineman Joe Barksdale. Great segue. Uh, who discovered post-retirement that he has autism. Um, this is from like an Arizona Cardinal website. Uh, Joe Barksdale started for the Arizona Cardinals at right tackle. That's an offensive lineman, big guy, who, defect, who defends the quarterback. Uh, for the final four games of the 2018 season, they were in the final four games Though they were the final four games of a seven-year NFL career before retiring, Barksdale is now a musician and a stand-up comedian, haha, and is <laughs> doing all this with relatively new information. Barksdale discovered after his retirement that he has autism. He spoke about it on the Today Show and on the Adulting on the Spectrum podcast. You know, which are our rivals. Um, I'm just finding out about them, <laughs> <laughs> but they for sure rode our coattails. Um, Barksdale said he dealt with depression for more than 20 years. After his NFL career, his therapist, who also worked with many patients with autism, noted Barksdale had some common traits. We talked about, like, you know, why I don't like being around people, and I don't like, I don't, uh, and, and, and I told her, like, I feel like I'm always acting like what I'm supposed to be and not like who I am. And I feel like one day someone's going to realize, you know, I'm not like everybody else, he explained on the podcast. And that was what kind of opened up the doors for what conversation, for that conversation. It led to her referring me to an autism specialist. But that's what what the process that led to my diagnosis. Uh, he believes his autism actually led to him playing football. I was at an engineering camp, he recalled, and this kid was saying something. He was being sarcastic. I thought he was being serious, and I thought people who say things that stupid should be slapped. Before I could <laughs> tell myself not to slap him, I was already slapping him. Oh, no. But it was a joke, you know. 
He stood up and starts flipping over tables, punching computers, and we both got kicked out, but only one of us left with a bill. So thankfully, that wasn't me because I didn't break into computers. But if we had known I was autistic back then, I don't know. But if we had known I was autistic back then, I would have never got kicked out of that camp. And getting kicked out of that camp is what got me into football because I needed something to do over the summer to stay out of trouble. And I was like, maybe I can try to get in shape playing football, he explained. Uh, he was always had hard times talking to people and un- and understand emotions. I guess understanding emotions. His diagnosis has been helpful for him. It made me more comfortable with who I am, he said. I didn't change as a person, but it did affect uh, the marriage positively in terms of us learning and knowing more about each other and going into a deeper relationship. Um, yeah. So there is uh he's got uh links to his uh singles, musical singles, which uh you know, I, I we won't play for you guys, but you can look <laughs> it up. Um his <laughs> his name is Joe Barksdale. You can look up his comedy as well and uh be fans. But it's pretty cool. I mean, I the, what I my brother does not understand sarcasm or sarcasm or jokes at all, and takes it very seriously, and and he takes it very personal and turns to violence very quickly. Um, but he did not turn that into a multi-million-dollar earning career as career. a football player. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but I just think it's I think it's um, interesting well, I think to highlight that. Uh, the diagnosis late in life, I think, is, is, is interesting to just the, the process of people continue yeah. to grow and they continue to learn. And um, yeah, and this guy learned later in life and it was still helpful for him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. Did we do it, Graham? Mm-hmm. I think we did. Guys, patreon.com slash autastic. I need your money. <laughs> I'm very sad. And um, <laughs> can, uh, follow me at Mr. Graham K on the old Instagram and um, Kirk where can they find you guys uh, Kirk Smith Comedy on all your social media platforms I appreciate your follows that allows me to diversify my career and do some gigs on land and not be uh, constricted in where I get to perform so if you have a social media account it would really help me if you would jump on Whatever you're into, Twitter, I'm not a big Twitter guy, but Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, add me. I mean, you can see where my shows are. It just helps me when I have a conversation mm-hmm. with a club and they go, but nobody will come to see you. And I go, no, no, not true. I've got 4,000 Instagram followers. So uh, I'd appreciate your follow. As always, like, rate, review our podcast. Speaking of clubs. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to be in Oklahoma City. I'm going to be in Looney Bin, Tulsa, Uh August 456, and I'm going to be Looney Bin, OKC, Oklahoma City, uh, August 11, 12, 13. Come check me out. That's great. All right, that's it for me, guys. Have a great week. You can do it. (laughs) 